Looking for clarity and confidence when it comes to decision-making for your business? You've come to the right place. You're now listening to the Atomic Business Coaching Podcast. I am Adam, and I work on the business. I'm Tom, and I work on the owner. And together, we are Atomic Business Coaching. And we're in the business of helping owners. What's up, Tom? What's up, Adam? Another it's another day here. It's a rainy day today outside, <laughs> yeah. but it's still a good day. And we're getting towards that end of the summer. It's crazy. And then uh, I had volleyball last night. It was fun. And it was second to last week. And it was a cold, windy day. And I was like, ah, I'm happy for it to be over, but I'll yeah. miss it when it's gone. Yeah, there's nothing like the fall. The fall and the spring are my favorite seasons. Those seasons of transition yep. where yep. the weather is pretty even every time every day and it's nice and it's not too hot not too cold and i just love those seasons of transition nice all right so uh, as we told you before tom and i have charted out 48 different episodes that we're going to talk about and all we've charted out is the headline or the topic so today is something that i was really really looking forward to talking about and it's it's all centered around a quote from mike tyson and everyone knows who Mike Tyson is, you know, what an animal he is, what a beast he is, how he's had crazy transitions in his life, how he's gone from being, you know, a nobody to being trained by the, one of the greatest trainers in the world, becoming the greatest heavyweight champion, in my opinion, the GOAT. And I wasn't around during Muhammad Ali's era. So in my era, he's the GOAT, even to this day. Then he went broke, and then he became successful again. Now one of the best podcasters. He's has multiple businesses that are super successful, and he's become someone who imparts a lot of wisdom. And uh, you don't hear that from many many boxers. And his quote, which which I really love, is it's centered around discipline, right? And what it says is that in order to be successful, you have to have the ability to do the things you hate like you love them. Mm-hmm. And it's a strange thing. It's a strange thing to comprehend. It's a strange thing to think about. Because if you hate to do something, you, nobody wants to do what they hate. And that's really what he emphasizes there is if you can do what you hate like you love it, you will be successful. Not you can be. You will be successful. And it dovetails into a quote that I use all the time. And I still to this day, I don't know if I came up with it or I heard it somewhere. And you know, they say everything's been said already. But The quote that I always use is that business is simple, it's just not easy. And the reason I say that quote is that when you build a business, okay, it's not difficult. It's very, very simple to put that together. Okay, it's just, here's what I'm going to sell. I have to go to these people and ask them if they want to do it. I have to produce the work, follow through, and then keep those customers either coming back or happy. It's, It's very very simple. The thing that is not, that is difficult and makes it not easy is being able to do that over and over and over again without getting bored, being able to wake up in the morning and accomplish those things, being able to go through and do the parts of your business, which most people, about 80% of what they do in their business, they don't like to do it. And I don't care how much you try to delegate it because we always talk about delegation. I don't care how much you try to delegate all your responsibilities. If you've delegated 80% of what you have to do, well, what what you have left, 80% of that you're still not going to love to do. And that's what this is all about. So, Tom, why don't we talk a little bit about doing things that you hate like you love them? 
Yeah, you know, it's it's such a great topic. And, and to come from Mike Tyson, of all people, you wouldn't think <clears throat> that this would be something that, you know, he would say, but it really is a brilliant statement from him. And, you know, we we talk with our clients all the time. And the thing is, I hate doing this. And, and a lot of people want to give up in those moments where they're doing something day in and day out that they absolutely hate doing. And this brings a whole new perspective to that. And one of the things that really strikes me about Mike Tyson and about successful people and really doing what you hate doing like you love it is that it really creates this resilience. It creates this discipline within you if you can shift that mindset and have that mentality every day to approach it as, I hate doing this, but I'm going to do it like I love it so I can get past it. And there's always, and I say this to a lot of our clients, there's always going to be something that we're going to do in our business that we absolutely hate doing, but we have to do it. It is this, this quote from Mike Tyson is the antidote to procrastination. It's one of those things when, you know, we hate, we usually procrastinate on things that we hate doing and we put them off and put them off and put them off. And finally we jump in and just get it done. And we like drag our feet through it. Like we're in quicksand and, and it's painful. It's uncomfortable, but this is really the antidote to procrastination. That's how it hits me as this thing that, you know what, if I just looked at everything as I love doing it, it's going to reframe everything. And we talk about how the thing that we hate doing, somebody else loves doing. And until you find that person that loves doing what you hate doing, you're going to have to go ahead and do it. But it's going to also give you these tremendous lessons because when you do something that you really don't like and you actually become good at it, you start to realize that you can basically do anything. And I think that's what this quote really propels people forward into thinking about how to approach the tasks and the things that they have to do so that they don't give up. And they, it gives them that, that, that stamina to keep going because it makes them feel accomplished when you've done it. When you've done something that you hate, you feel good. You feel right. good. Like, I hated that damn thing, but you know what? I did it and, and it was fine and I got through it. And I think that's one of the things that really struck me when you first brought this quote to my attention, because I had never heard that quote from him. And it was really, it really gave me some insight into the importance of, of creating this discipline and this resilience. And he has demonstrated that, especially with his whole life and his battle with drugs and now how he's drug free and he's come back to life and he just keeps changing well, nah, he's himself. He's not drug free. I don't know well, if you've ever watched his podcast. <laughs> it's called Hot Boxing. Where well, all they do is smoke pot. <laughs> right. Well, I think the heavy drugs. I think he's given up on the heavy drugs. But, you know, everybody's got their little addictions in life. But, but yeah, he is definitely, he's really been like the comeback kid over and over. And it's because he's embraced that thing that he hates to do. And he makes it like he loves it. So I, I think well, it's you, a great you, thing. You mentioned something about mindset. And in preparation for this podcast, I, I was just trying to think of, you know, because it's great. You, you hear about Mike Tyson and, you know, Kobe Bryant showed up in the gym three hours before practice. And this they were getting paid millions upon millions of dollars. And, you know, they figured out a way or they just had an innate passion about these things. So while I was researching for this, I tried to think of someone that we can relate to. Mm -hmm. And we've had a previous guest on this who is my best friend in the world, Matt Nardowitz. And he has had tremendous amount of success in his life. And, you know, he's, he's the chief retail officer of American Community Bank. He has a great family. He, he has, you know, even at his age now, he's still in great fitness. And what most people don't know 
is he was a champion college football player. So I reached out to him today and I'm like, hey, remember back when you were playing football? And I, I knew I would go to as many games as I could and, and watch him and talk to him all the time. And he was broken every single day. His body was completely broken. And athletes, I don't care what sport you're in, you know, I was watching a podcast with Joe Rogan and Hulk Hogan, and he's talking about how he's broken every single day. And, mm-hmm. every, and you know, people are like, that's a fake sport. And he's like, well, you know, we know the outcome and it's a little bit choreographed, but you're still putting your body through hell every single day. Mm-hmm. And Hogan was saying he, in, in the 80s, he was wrestling about 400 times per year. And where he, like, one day he'd be in New York, and then later on that evening, he'd have to be in Philadelphia. And it was crazy. So I, so I asked Matt, you know, because this is, for lack of better words, just a normal guy, right? A normal guy, just like us. And I said, how did you go through that? How did you wake up every single day and go to three practices a day when he had to and prepare for winning a championship ring? And like, how did you, I, I know you hated to do those things. And he's like, Adam, the thought never even crossed my mind not to do it. And he's like, when you set a standard, of what you're going to do and you have the mindset that's not an option you just do it he's like i might not have loved it but you don't have an option not to do it and you know tom and i wrote a book called the atomic game changer and what those nine principles are are standards and that's how tom and i wrote this is these are standards you need to have for yourself and your life and your business to be able to go and do the things that maybe you don't love to do that you might even hate to do them but you have to do them like you love them and that's what Matt was saying is he's like, there, there was never an option, you know? And I, I tried to like really bait him, like, give me a day when, mm-hmm. you know, when you just were not going to do it and you told yourself, like, I can't do this. He's like, it was never an option for me. And that's why this guy became a champion in football. He's risen to the highest levels you possibly can in banking because he sets the standard and there's no option of not living up to that standard. Okay. It's not a choice. Grant Cardone, whether you like him or you don't, he has he has a wonderful thing. He says, responsibility, success is your duty. That's mm-hmm. what he says. Success mm-hmm. is your duty. And that's because that's the principle, that's the standard that he has set for himself. So this, you know, it's like I said, it's great to hear champion people and well-known celebrities that have done this. But just like Matt, just like us, there there are things that we absolutely hate to do. And maybe we don't love to do them, but we don't give ourselves an option not to do them. Yeah, I think that is such a critical point. I mean, and Matt's such a great guy, and I, I love the way he approached that. And really, think it, it's making me remember when I was in high school and I was running cars country. And the June, my the summer of my junior year, my coach used to send out every July the for July first. You start training for course country, and I looked at the routine and started with it four miles a day, five days a week. And by the end of August, you had to be up to thirteen miles five days a week. And I looked at that and I thought, oh, this is going to be insane because it's not fun to get out there and start running. But my goal for that year was to get to a great time running at Sunken Meadow Park here on Long Island, up and down the hills and, and attacking it and setting that goal. And I created very much what Matt was saying about, you know, it's not an option. For me, it was not an option. I wanted to succeed in running the best two and a half mile up and down cardiac hill at Sunken Meadow. And I wanted to do the best. And that summer from July to actually November, when cross country was over, I logged 500 miles. I have run 500 miles. 
And when I look back and, and I got one of the best times that I could get, and it was like 13, I still remember the time, 1346 was my best two and a half up cardiac hill at Sunken Meadow. And I was like, you know what? That was such a great accomplishment. And when I look back at all the miles I had run and I had put in, it really was because I didn't allow it to be an option. It was something that I was determined to doing. And, you know, this goes to like anything else in life. You can apply Parkinson's law here. You know, you dedicate X amount of time to something and you're going to get it done in that time. It's the same thing here. You decide that you're going to do something and focus on it and you're going to have the discipline and it's not an option. You're going to be successful. And I think that is such a brilliant statement, just a brilliant mindset to embrace every single day because we know and we talk about this in the book and how you have to have grit and you have to go into that grind every single day and just keep going no matter how hard it gets. Keep going, keep going. And you have to have and you develop a passion for it over time. It's kind of like you force yourself to love it and and you build that as you continue to do it. And then when you're not doing it anymore, it's like, oh, my God, what happened? I lost part of who I am. And you don't realize how it recreates your whole DNA around your life. But grit really and, and the grind and the discipline and the perseverance and the resilience, all of that creates this this person that you don't even know exists. And it really unlocks your potential. And I think that's one of the things that people have to realize by what Mike Tyson was saying. He reaches his full potential because he goes into the grind and hates what he has to do, but he does it like he loves it. Right. You know, I, I, I've been lucky enough throughout my career to work with some of the most successful people worldwide. I mean, I've worked with Fortune 100 companies. I've worked with people making hundreds of millions of dollars a year. It's really incredible to look at how they got there. And most of them, most of them are not brilliant. Most of them don't have talent. Mm -hmm. Okay. At least they don't have an immense amount of natural talent. They all had to work at this. And what I have found, if I look at patterns, because 2023, my mantra is pattern recognition. If you look at patterns of these people, most of them knew, like, I can't figure all this out. Mm -hmm. I just have to go start doing something. And, and I know I know a real estate agent here on Long Island. He's the number one agent in Long Island, Brian Karp. And uh, he, he self-admits, he's like, I'm not a brilliant guy. He's like, I had dyslexia or has dyslexia. He wasn't very smart. Also a college football player for Stony Brook. He was an All-American and disciplined guy. And when he started his real estate career, you know, he just was an agent. What he did is he would go knock on doors. He's like, I would just go knock on doors and introduce myself. And, you know, he had a whole system that he would do it. And he would wake up every single day. And you look at that guy today who is at the top of the heap for Long Island real estate. And he's still doing those things. He's still knocking on doors. He's still getting up at four o'clock in the morning and going to work out and starting the work. He doesn't love to do those things. It's just like, Matt, it's not an option. Mm -hmm. And where I'm going with this is the smarter you are, the more you try to figure out the best way to do things. And you, you, you're constantly are like changing it. You're like I could refine this. I could find a new way. I could find a smarter way. I could find a more efficient way, a more effective way. Well, when you look at the people who know or admit to themselves, I'm not brilliant, this is as far as I can take it, and they just do it, and they go do it every single day, they become more successful than someone who has you know, a genius IQ or someone who has this natural talent. Mm -hmm. you know, and that's one of the things about why I say business is simple, it's just not easy. 
right? If you just keep things simple, okay, and you do the difficult, which is basically having the discipline to be routine and do what you know needs to get done in order to have success, that's how you will gain all the success in every aspect of your life. You know, there are things that I do with my children that, you know, I don't, it's not that I hate to do them, but it's it's a, an inconvenience sometimes. And this mm-hmm. may, it may sound selfish what I'm about to say, but my daughter, every night, I'm so lucky that she wants me to tuck her in, okay? But there's sometimes I'm in the middle of working or I'm trying to relax and watch a, a show or I'm just exhausted. And I'm saying exhausted because it's not just tucking her in. I got to fly her around the house and I got to do this thing called flippity dippity where I flip her <laughs> upside down. And well, the moment she comes to me and she has this whole routine and sings a song and then I, I go do this with her. The moment that she comes to me, I I struggle in that moment to stop what I'm doing and do what I know needs to get done. Mm -hmm. And I know that needs to get done, not just for her, but for me, because I will never have those moments ever again. And just like you in your life and your business, you may never have these moments ever again. And if you just don't do it, even if you don't love it, if you just don't do it, it passes you by and it moves on to the next person who will grab that opportunity take it for themselves and have success. So these might sound silly, but you have to do the things that you don't want to do in order to get what you want. Right. And you know, you've made that routine with your daughter a non-option. It's not there's no option. It's right. it's the thing that has to happen and you're right, time is fleeting, right? And we we miss these opportunities. The other thing I was I was thinking about as you were talking, Adam, is is I will always take somebody with passion over skill. I will always take someone with that desire to put themselves through a learning experience and and the 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 grind over a skill because that type of person is the person that understands the importance of discipline and 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 moving forward and they have this motivation and. I always find that when you root for the underdog, right? This is what we're talking about. When you root for that underdog, you are going to win because that underdog is going to bring that passion to something that we would all hate doing. And they're going to do it like they love it because they believe in what it is that they're really trying to accomplish. And that's that's the takeaway for me was, you know, you keep working every single day. And, you know, it is not easy. Like you said, it's not easy to stop what you're doing when that's not the op- when the option is, is you have to stop what you're doing because that's the only option because you have to take your daughter and put her to bed because she's gonna that's she's not gonna want you to do that soon enough and and trust me you know your daughter is seven eight years old my daughter is twelve that 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 has gone away I mean if if I get to do that it's a it's a great experience but it doesn't happen and it and it fleets so quickly and and I do regret some of that right because I was before before I was running this business with you and before I was running Monarch Life Coaching and all of that, I was working hours and hours and hours in the corporate world. And I used to miss bedtimes. And that is something that I can't get back. Right. So, you know, making it a non-option is probably the best thing that I would want people to take away from this conversation. Because doing something, if you make it a non-option, you're going to be successful and not only going to be successful, but you're going to extremely value your time. Your time is going to be so valuable to you and you're going to get the most value out of your time 
because you made it a non-option. And that's what I want people to really take away from this. So, you know what? Here's what I'm going to ask everybody to do. Why don't you grab a pen and paper and write down a list of the things that you know. You know you absolutely need to do. And then asterisks. Put an asterisk next to the ones that you hate to do. Okay, because we all have this list and, and anything we're doing, I don't care if it's you're a stay at home mom and you're like, this is the things I hate to do, or you're a corporate titan, or you're just a startup business, or you're the best sales guy. There's, there are things that you know have to get done and you hate to do them. And I want you to write out this list of the things you need to do. Put the asterisks next to what you hate and pick just one of them. Pick just one of them and try to change that into something that you love to do. Try to change that into something where you almost feel empty every day if you don't do that, like Tom was saying earlier. So let's let's try this. Pick one thing. And you know what we'll do, Tom? You and I will pick one as well. Okay. And on, on a, a future episode, we'll come back and we'll talk about what our experience was with that. So that's what I'm asking you. Find one thing that you hate and turn that into something that you love, or like Matt Nardowitz said, something that is not an option not to do. And, and Tom, I, I appreciate you picking that out there. And that's, that really is the key to this whole thing. It's not an option. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, you know, it's a non-negotiable. Even the things we hate in life have to become a non-negotiable. Because if you focus on it, and, and that's how I want you to look at this list. And I think this is a great exercise, Adam. I think it's a great activity for people to do. Look at that thing that you hate doing and just say, this is not negotiable. Because when you put that framework around it, you no longer make it an option. It just is. And that's what we have to do and ingrain things into our lives. And that's how you ingrain things into your routine of life is you have to fully understand your non-negotiables and they are not negotiable. They are not options. They are the things that you have to do. So do that exercise. I'm gonna. I'm looking forward to doing it because I haven't done that in a while. And I think that's gonna be a really important thing, especially too that when you go through changes in your life, when something new happens or you're doing something different, you need to reevaluate those non-negotiables and make sure that the non-negotiables are still directed towards the goal that you're trying right, to achieve. Right. Because if it's not going towards that goal anymore, well, then it is an option now. So you yeah. have to re especially in times of transition, going back to the seasons, right? We're going to go into fall soon enough. In the next month or so, we're going to be back into a season of transition. But Every time we go through a transition, any life transition, we need to reevaluate what those non-negotiables are and make sure that they are still aligned with the goals that we're trying to achieve. Love it. Hey, listen, again, thanks for, for tuning in. What I would recommend as well as this is a little selfish plug, but check out our book. It's The Atomic Game Changer. And really what this book was built for is everything we're talking about today. It's the nine principles on how to be an atomic business owner. And these nine principles are standards, and we help people to understand and recognize like, hey, if I'm not living up to that standard, here's ways you can deal with it. Here's ways you could recognize. We even put in there daily activities you can accomplish, like this list is if that's not in there. Maybe we should add it to the next book. But we have these daily activities that you can do to adhere to the principles that each and every one of us need to be successful in our life. So I, I would highly recommend it. You can find it on Amazon. It's the Atomic Game Changer. And you can also find it at our website. You can go right there and click through and, and get it there. The website is atomicbusinesscoaching.com. You just scroll all the way to the bottom. We have multiple books we've authored, but that's one of them on there. But yeah, I would, I would highly recommend you to check it out. 
look through some of those principles and then see how you can align that with some of the things that you hate to do. And now you're going to learn to love to do them. So until next episode, we'll see you. See you.